Hello, hello, this is Jason E. And welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. While discussing topics related to personal and spiritual development and day trading, this podcast provides thought-provoking concepts and direct energy to help us evolve as humans and as professional traders. Today's topic is awareness. Now, awareness is the foundation of personal and spiritual growth. So let's talk about the importance of cultivating awareness uh, in life and in our trading business and the steps to gaining awareness. So like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. Now, I want to start by reading a quote, and this is a quote from uh, Bill Harris. If you're not familiar with Bill Harris, you may have saw him in the movie The Secret way back in the day. Um, And he's also the founder of Holosync. And you'll hear me talk about um, Holosync a lot. Um, It's it's really been um, paradigm shifting and life changing uh, for me. Um, And and I'll I'll do an episode on that. I'll talk about uh, specifically Holosync and my meditation path because I think it's it's amazing and anyone can benefit uh, from doing that. We'll talk about a little bit of that today because that is also part of the awareness journey. Now, here's the quote. Awareness gives you choice. Once you have choice, you won't choose what's suffering for you. Knowing, however, is not the same as awareness. Knowing about negatives in your life obviously has not caused them to fall away. Awareness involves watching how you focus as it happens and seeing the direct consequences, feelings, behaviors, and so forth. When you watch in this way, you automatically stop sabotaging yourself. So very, very powerful quote. And uh, I'm going to unpack some some different sections of that as we go through. Um, do have a few notes here, but in these podcasts, I kind of like to just uh, let it flow. Uh, but let's talk about the steps of gaining awareness. And I want to highlight again some things from that. So. Um, there's first off, you're, you're unconscious, right? You don't even know you're doing it. Um, and, I'll, and I'll try to give examples. Like, let's say you're, you're smoking a, a pack of cigarettes a day, something that's very harmful for you, right, over the a long term, but you don't know you're doing it. So that's the unconscious. And you may have someone say, hey, you know what? Uh, y- you smoke in a, a pack a day. You know, you realize what that's doing to your health and your financials by uh, buying those every day. And then you're like, oh, you know what? Now I know, right? Which is the next step, knowing. Now, in today's society, um, it's interesting to see because I, I wasn't raised like this. And, but there's a strong acceptance of negative aspects of ourself. And it gets uh, diluted, emerged with self-love. So sometimes we may have negative aspects that are affect our life negatively and affect those around us. And and sometimes depending on the platform may even affect the world directly in a negative manner. And we are accepting these under the name of self-love. And I know if you guys have seen some of the, the movements, you know, you'll understand what I'm saying. So knowing that you have a, a, um, an issue, a challenge, some type of a quirk, Anything that isn't serving you, knowing is not awareness, all right? That's just being uh, one step away. Now, awareness is the next step. And the line where awareness is, is where we can focus 
and we can actually cause real change in our life and in our trading business. And a lot of times, you know, I, I like to say that trading is uh, personal development with compensation. So in this realm, it's actually both that you can affect at the exact same time. Now, when we think about awareness, it's easy to think that knowing is awareness, but knowing doesn't cause change. And like it says in this quote, we have to have a knowing at the moment when it's happening. And that's what the difference is between knowing and awareness. When you are aware of something as it's happening, then that is an awareness. Now, that awareness line and that knowing line, it's important that we consistently move it back, right? So you may do something and uh, you may realize a week later, oh, you know what? Now that I'm uh, pondering or thinking about last week, you know, I, I didn't go about that the right way, right? And so now you're, you're a week out from the, the knowing line, from the event or from the awareness line, the event when it actually happened. And then you just try to push that line back, right? And you do it with thought, right? It, it's more of an art for a science, if that makes sense. So the next time it happens, you may realize the next day, like, you know what? Yesterday, I didn't go about that the right way, right? I did that in a way that didn't serve me. And you can slowly start moving that line back. Now, there are ways to do it faster. There are ways to, to make uh, swifter changes to ourselves. And we'll, we'll talk about some of those. Now, awareness usually comes with a belief that serves us in a negative way. So, for example, um, that smoking, right? There's something that we're getting, even though it's negative, there's something that we're getting that's positive or we wouldn't be able to do it. Like I said in that quote, when you consciously look at things, if they don't serve you, they automatically fall away. So the pursuit of awareness takes care of a lot of change and cultivates a lot of growth in our life just by pursuing awareness. Now, in trading, our beliefs can come with a, uh, an uncertainty because we don't really, let me, let me figure out how to say this better. So in our trading, we have negative beliefs that cause uncertainty. And these beliefs, you know, we all know them. It's the greed. It's the fear of missing out. Um, it's just the overall fear. Um, and, and numerous other things that come up under the, the pressure of taking a live trade. Now, usually those things serve us in a certain way. If you are familiar with Randy Howe, he talks about the, the, the brain and how it works well for survival. But those same things that work well uh, for the evolution of humans don't work well in the market. They're actually counterproductive. They work against us. But they serve us in some way. So awareness is about finding, first off, what... This action is what are we doing that doesn't serve us? And then it's finding how it does serve us in a way. And then it's healing that right and doing the shadow work to do that. So when you come across things, my first question to you, and I want you to think about this, is do you avoid these emotions? And let's just think specifically about trading. And I'll, and I'll even go more specific. So let's say fear. 
a lot of teachers will say fear in the market. One one reason may be you're you're trading uh, trading a quantity or a lot that's too big. So it's causing fear because you're too attached to losing that money, right? So that's just an example of something I've heard. Now, do you avoid doing that or do you find a way to heal it? Right? Do you say, "You know what? I'm feeling some pressure at a you know, 20 quantity." So I'm going to lower my quantity down to 10, cut it in half so I don't have to face those emotions. Is that the best route? Or do you find some way to address it? You know, and I think there's a middle path, right? There's always a, a middle line in the gray area because winners choose both, as, as T. Harv Ecker says. So how can you overcome that hindrance, that cap, right, where your, your emotions are hitting Right. And it's causing you to have uh, some turmoil and some upheaval within. You can find a way to heal it, but also avoid doing what's what's not correcting your business. Right. So I'm not saying, you know, go home. I'm just going to trade this and, and do it, although that's one way to do it, you know, until you overcome. But there's a middle ground. Right. Because you don't want to avoid emotions because they're just going back into the closet and eventually they're going to come up. You know, I think that it's a blessing And it's, again, one of the reasons I love trading is because the pressure and the emotions of what's going on in the market, the money that's at risk, no matter what quantity, and you seeking to do what you said you would do and act in your own best interest consistently. I like the emotions that it brings up because when you're on the spiritual path, when you're on personal development, you're always looking for ways to to heal within. And you can do that while simultaneously having a lot of gratitude for what you have in your life and also having a lot of self-love. But if we see ourselves as finite, if we see ourselves as this person, this box, then we're less likely to accept and willing to accept growth, right? Because we think I, you know, I, when we're, I've always heard a statement from um, Eckhart Tolle. You know, he says, once kids learn their name, then that's a box, Right. And they start putting things in that box. So I'm two years old. Okay, I'm Jason. I'm I'm attached to this name. Jason is this. Jason is that. And a lot of that is programming from other individuals. And, you know, recently. There's a lot of programming on what it is to be a, a black male in America how you can feel, how you should react, who you should vote for. And so there's things that go into this box. And if you collect a box of what you believe you are, you get attached to those things and it's going to be hard to change those things. And this is this goes for anybody because we all have these attachments of who we are. But if you see yourself as I'm just this human with these with these uh, these plights, these quirks, then you're not willing to accept the new version of yourself. And I think it's important for men and women to always seek the highest version of themselves. And, you know, I would even go as far as to say that when you are seeking to be the best man you can, it's almost a little more important that you are consistently on the path of being the best version of yourself. Because I think the repercussions of a man who's not seeking the best version of himself, I think in, in today's world, the repercussions are a little harsher. Just my opinion. Now, there are ways 
to have gratitude, love yourself, but still seek the best version of yourself and still seeking that that vision of getting better. And this is all done just with awareness and pushing that awareness line back. So let's talk about some ways that we can improve our awareness. Now, hands down, the number one thing that you have to do is you have to be able to meditate. You have to be able to sit in silence. And the reason this is, is because you have to know who you are before those things get piled on. Like I said, the the two-year-old Jason and I am this, I am that, I am this color, I am this gender, I am this income bracket, I am this location. Everything that that goes in front of your I am, right? The I am being the presence of God. Everything that goes after that is extra. So you have to be able to meditate and stay in the I am state. You can start small, a couple minutes a day. You grow it and you grow it. And as you grow how long you can be I am, then you start to get a connection with it. And when you get that connection to the source, to the most high, to your your true self, to your inner self, it's one, easier to find yourself when things get hectic, when there's the pressures of the world, when the environment starts to put a lot on you. It's a lot easier to, to find your true self. And then two, it's a lot easier to not get lost, right? Because you know where home base is. You have a connection with what's real. And when you know what's real, the fake is easy to spot. But when you don't know what's real, when you're so deluded, when you're so trapped into these thoughts, especially when you go into a trade, you don't know what's real, right? You're getting in the trade. You're getting out of the trade. It's cancel, select, it's buy, it's it's cancel, it's sell, it's cancel, right? You're not seeing what's going on in the market. And When you have these emotions while you're trading, it dilutes your vision. It dilutes your vision. You'll see something, and and if you're logging your trades, taking pictures, you'll go back during your your weekly study or your daily study, and you'll be like, you know what? That that wasn't even there. That's not my entry. right? that, That wasn't my rule. But at the time, you didn't have the awareness because you didn't have the mental clarity to make the right decision. So things are diluted. You see things, they get filtered. You know, if you know about the brain, one of the first things that happens is the delete distort, right? Deletes information that's not um, able to attach the information we already have. And then it's going to distort the information so it fits in to what we already know, right? And that's just how the, the human brain works. So when you meditate, you're able to get to a clear space and you're able to know what is real. So that's hands down the first thing you have to do if you want to build awareness is you have to meditate. Now, the first thing you have to do is you have to do the work when things arise. All right. So when things come up, these emotions, these these um, unwanted feelings or just the awareness that, you know what, I didn't make a good decision. When they come up, you have to work on them. You can't shove it back in the attic and uh, because it becomes baggage. And we all carry baggage from childhood, baggage from traumatic situations, things that we're just carrying along with us. And so 
awareness, I'm sorry, meditation is going to help us naturally have the awareness to dissolve some of those things. But as they arise, we have to do with, we have to deal with them. We have to do that, that shadow work because things that don't serve us or that serve us in a negative way, usually on the opposite side, right? Because every subject, everything is a, is duality on earth. So there's two sides of that stick. There's the positive and the negative, but it's the same subject. So a lot of times the things that don't serve us have benefits that can serve us if we're willing to do the work and seek those things. I often hear the example of, um, I'll give you two, let's say judgment as the first one. Now, judgment, if you don't know you're, you're judgmental, then it's blind to you. You're, you're totally unaware. But everyone around you know, oh, that person's judgmental. They're always talking about people. Um, when I'm around them, I feel judged, right? So everyone knows, but you don't know because it's, it's part of your shadow self. It's something that you've pushed back. You're not acknowledging. You're not accepting. And it's one of those things where you say, you know, I don't believe uh, that's me. I know when you're doing the, uh, the work on yourself, there's a 110% accountability and a lot of times it's hard to accept because you may see something in the world you don't like and you're like, there's no way that's in me. How can I have that inside me when I dislike it so much? Right. So so back to judgment. So judgment can come across unaware to the people that are around you. At the same time, if you work on that, that judgment may transform positively into discernment. It may be the ability for you to have a heightened awareness on making decisions, on choosing the best path for yourself. Right. And not judging the people and, and just saying, you know what, that path, that's not for me without judging the people who it is for. Right. You're just going your way. You say, hey, that's for them. Right. And so it, it becomes something that serves you. I've heard that another example I said I give to uh, selfishness, you know, selfishness. If you don't know you're a selfish person, uh, you may not realize how it comes across to others. Other people might be saying, you know what? They're always talking about themselves. You know, they, they're never listening. Right. They're always, always cutting me off and, and telling their story. They're doing that, that top that thing. Right. So it is one second. Let me make sure the recording is getting us enough time here. Perfect. All right. So selfishness can come across as negative, but at the same time, it may be transformed into self-love. Right. Once you are able to accept that and move that awareness line back to when you're doing those things, it may transform to loving yourself and doing what's best for yourself without harming others. In a physical or a, an emotional way. So as these emotions rise, you have to be able to work on them. All right. So number one's meditation. Two is doing the work when these things come up. Now, in trading, it's very easy for these emotions to pop up because you're under this pressure, especially when you're a new trader like I am, you know, you, you, you're faced with situations that are totally new to you. You know, what helps is having a game plan, right? 
what happens in these situations because when you plan for situations within your trading business, you don't have to act off emotion with your trading business. One thing that helped me is I, I would write down, okay, if I win the first trade, what do I do next? If I win the first trade and win the second trade, what do I do then? And I have it mapped out. It's like a playbook like you would see in the NFL. First down, second down, this is what we're going to run. It's fourth and one. These are our plays. If I win trade one and lose trade two, what do I do then? So by mapping things out and thinking about things before with a clear mind, you're able to make decisions that are better than they would be if you were making decisions at the moment under heavy emotions. And this can work in any aspect of your life. If you know you're going to be in a certain situation that's going to cause some type of upheaval, it's going to make you uncomfortable, think about it. Pre-think about how you want to react in that situation, how you're going to act, how you're going to respond in that situation. That can help you with your social anxiety. It can help you with dealing with difficult people. It can help you with business because you are pre-planning. You're, you're using your sound mind to plan for times when you know upheaval is going to come. And that can bring awareness to that moment because you say, oh, I planned for this. I know exactly what to do. So having a plan is, is helpful in trading. Now, also systematic growth. And I'm going to talk about this. And I think I'm going to dedicate a, an entire episode to systematic growth. But let's touch on it now. Um, you have to be excited when these things come up. And when you notice that, oh, wow, I was greedy, right? And you have to deal with it and you have to deal with it on different levels, you know? And again, I'll do a whole episode to this, but I, I like to figure out one thing to solve in my trading business every single week, one problem, knock it out till it's laying down, it's dead. And the chances of it zombieing back up are slim to none. It can happen. But because I worked on that single problem so much, I can eliminate it. But if I tried to work on everything at one time, then, you know, you get spread thin. Things can slip under the cracks. But if you choose one aspect of your trading to get better weekly, you're going to have a lot better chance of eliminating that one problem. Right. So if you take that systematic approach now. I'll go even further to say that when you're attacking and addressing this one issue, you have to address it on different levels. So as I go into a new week, I've over the last week, I've looked at my trades, things that didn't hit target, times when uh, emotions didn't rise. And the first thing I do is I look at the time and say, OK, I took this trade on Monday at, at you know, at nine o'clock and I check my journal. Right. And I say, is did I write down anything? Was anything going on in my life that. Um, simultaneously might have caused this upheaval in these emotions, right? Was I, did I wake up late? Did the kids wake up late? Was I in, in a bad mood getting getting uh, the children to school? Anything that may correlate, right? Because you're looking for patterns, right? Pattern recognition, the same quality that helps you in the market is being able to, to recognize these patterns within yourself so you can break these cycles. So, I've done the work for the previous week. I'm looking at the trades and I'm checking the journal first off to say, is there anything that cor correlates to the time when this mistake was made? When I did this action, it didn't serve me right now. After I've got the list, I'm going to find. I'm going to list out everything that I did that wasn't good, and then I'm going to take that that first domino or, or what um, you, you'll hear called first principle thinking. 
what is the underlying factor for all of these mistakes? Is there a way that I can group these together with an all-encompassing solution? All the time, you can't do that, right? A lot of times, it's this problem, this problem. You got to deal with it separately. Then you take the most egregious or you take the most important or you just pick one and you work on that. But first, you want to do first principle thinking. You want to find the building block, right? If I was making this mistake of entering early into a trade and a lot of my mistakes were um, entering a trade when the EMA wasn't in the direction, then there may be something connected to that because if I got in early expecting the EMA to be in a, in a certain direction, then they there's a correlation there, right? So you're looking for that first principle, the underlying first domino that causes those other problems. Once you identify this problem, you want to attack it in different ways. You want to have an action plan. Okay, I'm going to do this in this situation next time it happens, right? So then you have an action plan. We just talked about pre-planning for things when you're under heavy emotion. So that's number one. You want to have an action plan when this occurs again. The second thing you want to do is you want to have visual prompts. It's easy to say you're going to make a change. But then when the time comes, you just forget, right? The plan is not present. So the plan gets lost in the emotions as well. So if you have to put a sticky note on your computer, right? If you have to have a checklist that you're holding while you're trading, then you have something visual to prompt you to take action, right? So you have that action step and you have a visual prompt. And then you have to work on it from a subconscious, from the psychological, from the mental aspect. Right. Because it's the roots that create the fruit. Right. So you've heard the example of, you know, you can't pull all the apples off a tree and say, all right, now I want it to grow oranges. Right. So no matter what you do on a surface level, if you don't change underneath subconsciously. And then consciously, you're not going to be able to maintain any change. All right. So you want to have some type of. Subconscious. So this might be affirmations. This might be a visualization of the desired uh, and overcoming the undesired. Um, This might be uh, just the meditation. Right. So you have to do something from the action standpoint, something visual, and you have to do something with the subconscious and the unconscious. To make sure that that change lasts. And again, we'll talk more about systematic growth. We'll do that in the next episode. Um, I do appreciate you listening Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on awareness and, uh, it's a worthy topic. You know, it's something that not only can help you in trading, but can help you in your, your overall life. So this is Jason E with trading in Ascension. Thanks for listening.